on the ump season five episode six ostensibly a baseball podcast ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in my name is joel from champaign illinois tonight is tuesday february 12th with me this evening as per usual are sam and eli fellas how's it going Hey, Joel, this is Sam. I'm uh, broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, My hot take for the evening involves A-Rod, and I just think that we as a society owe it to ourselves to not forget that that guy is like the number one dirtbag in the entire world. I feel like him and his publicity team have like successfully started to change his image into one of a fun-loving, like, uh, celebrity dating J Lo, uh, you know, socialite kind of guy. I got an update on my phone the uh, other day because he was at the Grammys wearing a ridiculous tux, and instead of the headline reading like "horrible douchebag that everybody hates gets booed on the red carpet at right. the Grammy for wearing a stupid ass tuxedo," it was like. You'll never believe what A-Rod wore on the red carpet to the Grammys. <laughs> I think that it's important that all of us as citizens do not let that happen. Because Agreed. A-Rod is not a good person. Well said, Sebo. Well said. Yeah. You're here. What's, yes. what's up, everyone? It's uh, Eli coming at you from Boston. Um my hot take this week is focused on the new Alliance of American Football, uh, which kicked off this week and is proving once again to society and sports in general that there is trash to be tried out there everywhere. Uh, essentially, it's all second, third, and fourth tier football players who couldn't make the NFL trying to renew their careers and keep it alive by playing in some, I don't even know what adjective to use, but garbage league that is essentially uh, an opportunity for SportsCenter and ESPN to talk about football for even more of the year. And the the crazy thing is that the XFL is actually coming back also. So we will have two B-League football leagues now that we can watch on cbssports.com. I'm excited about that. Put the world with more bad football. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we need. Uh, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this is Joel, my hot take. 
I finally sat down and actually listened to a podcast about Tom Brady and his TB12 regime. And I did not realize until now how much bullshit it actually is. Tom Brady is insane, you guys. And the TB12 regime has absolutely zero scientific benefit. Um, and Except for six Super Bowl wins. Yeah, and this, <laughs> this Alan Guerrero guy, that guy is shady as hell. He's not even allowed to practice medicine. <laughs> he's been banned. Yeah, he's got his degrees from some school that now is... Yeah, that doesn't exist. Hollywood upstairs medical school. Yeah, and and I'm like, is Tom Brady, is, is, he, is he just like kind of dumb in this one very specific way? Like, is he a super smart guy who just happens to be like gullible? I don't know. He seems easily taken in by scams. <laughs> Have you ever seen that show um, Silicon Valley on HBO? No. Okay, well, there's this really like super duper successful CEO who runs this company called Hulu, which is basically like you know a knockoff of Google. And I mean, it is Google in the show, but they can't call it Google. Mm-hmm. And he's got this like shaman. Essentially, he's making all his decisions for him. <laughs> just like totally ripping him off. I kind of feel like that is Alex Crow. Yeah, that seems exactly right. Well, and it sounds yeah. like it sounds like the TB12 works because it's basically be vegan and do lots of low impact exercising, which is yeah, a good idea. Flexible. Yeah, you right. should do that, but. The justific- like be a vegan and do yoga. Yeah, that's a great idea. But their entire system of justification for it is absolutely nuts. <laughs> um, anyway, just when I'm about to hop on the Tom Brady bandwagon, I do a little more research, and I'm like, no, this guy's nuts. <laughs> Fun fact, Tom Brady has had to be like forcibly removed from more than ten cults. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Really, though, brainwashed like yeah. so many times. Well, and really, we need to get we need the scam to pitch to Tom Brady. Right, right. The what? On the M. Yeah. What? Get with <laughs> exactly. It's a uh, beer and pod podcasting. Yeah. I don't know. What it's, it's like. It's like pillows filled with like uh, like pine sawdust. Yeah, that's that you sleep on. That's the secret. Yes. <laughs> he, yeah, we should actually do that. We should write a letter. Because basically, what it sounds like is like regardless of what happens, this guy's going to win Super Bowls, and then yeah. like yeah, we can we'll become rich selling sawdust in a sack. <laughs> Right, and that was this podcast's main argument, was Tom Brady was already an elite athlete winning Super Bowls before he started the TB12, so there's no evidence that it's that diet that's causing him to be great into his 40s. Right, but you have to, to like, imagine that switching from, like, intense, like, weight room workouts to less intense, like, flexibility and core strength workouts probably has extended his yes. career. Yeah, yeah, 
I, I do. And the diet. I think I, I think the diet has to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy stuff. So it does work. Yeah, yeah, it does work. <laughs> it does work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they they've got all this magic superstition reasons why it works rather than the more simple do yoga and eat mostly vegetarian food. I think they came out with a cookbook. Maybe we should all get it and right. do it for like a week and see how we feel. No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I love tomatoes. You can't make me stop one eating One week to- later, we're all in a cult. Yeah. <laughs> one, one week later, we're like in a deprogramming facility. Like, after a from Underneath Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. Exactly. The compound in, in Foxborough. <laughs> Tom Cruise is there. Yeah, really, it's just Scientology somehow. <laughs> somehow we all join Scientology. <laughs> right. John. Tom Cruise is just like playing Tom Brady in a movie. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay, back on track. Do you know that Tom Cruise is really old? Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, he's also really good. Yeah, he's really short and like 60 years old. But he yeah. still plays young people in movies. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> right. All of his like romantic interests in the movies are like 50 years younger than Yes. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really creepy. <laughs> uh, right. If you still have to think about it for a second, it's like, oh, gross. That's like her grandfather. Yeah. This is I my... Yeah. This is turning into Daddy just Tom. Yeah, this is just turning into an anti Tom episode. Um <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, don't like that guy either. Um yep. uh, Thomas Paine. Thomas Edison, yeah, fuck that guy. Watch T-Pain. out. T Pain. T Pain. Never forget. Yeah. Thomas Tesla <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tesla's was Thomas. <laughs> Yeah, Old. Tesla's like stupid older brother Thomas <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to our episode last week. Um, oh, Super Bowl Fifty Three recap about Julian Edelman. Uh, if you haven't listened to us, check it out. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Like us. Rate us. Review us. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at DumpOnTheUmp, and you can also check out our WordPress blog, DumpOnTheUmp.wordpress.com, and our Facebook page. Uh, Shout out to our listeners in the town of Covina, California. I was doing a little research about this town. First of all, there's like a whole bunch of MLB players who came out of this small town in Southern California, which I thought was crazy. Um... But this one woman I was really fascinated by, Alice Hoyler-Ramsey, who was the first woman to drive across the United States from coast to coast in 1908. She drove from Hackensack, New Jersey, to San Francisco, California. Uh, It took her 59 days. Along the way... Uh, they crossed the trail of a manhunt for a killer in Nebraska. They got bed bugs in a hotel in Wyoming and were surrounded by a Native American hunting party 
with bows and arrows in Nevada. Damn. Yeah, this sounds badass. Somebody should make a movie about this. Uh, it took her 59 days. It was mostly over dirt, dirt and mud. Like, they hadn't paved any roads yet. And this woman, she died in 1983. She was 97 years old when she died. And uh, her quote on her Wikipedia page reads, Good driving has nothing to do with sex. It's all above the collar. And I think I know what she means by that, but I kind of choose to uh, purposefully misinterpret it because I feel like Good sex should lead to good driving. That good driving should have something to do with sex. Right? I don't know. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not sex as in gender. Sex as in, like, sexual intercourse. Oh. But right? she's talking about sex as in gender, She's right? talking about sex as in gender, yes. Uh, I think okay. the quote is better if it's sex as in sexual intercourse. Oh, I see. Right. Right. Or maybe she was, like, driving on this road trip and trying to have sex at the same time and was right. like, whoa, 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 that's not how this is done. <laughs> Common <laughs> misperception. Yeah. 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 the caller when you're behind the wheel. That's what she's maybe saying. Exactly. Right. Don't drive mm -hmm. and perform oral sex. Or do, just do it safely, I guess. I'm not here to tell you what to do when you drive. That's not my job. Right. Yeah. Just keep it above the collar. Just right. keep it above the collar. Exactly. He is here to tell you what to do when you're having sex. Um <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, Alice Ramsey. Uh badass of American history from Covina, California. So thanks for listening. Tell your friends and listen again next week. Um, so what's happening today in sports that you guys want to talk about? Um, Kyler Murray chooses yeah, bad, football. Bad choice. Bad choice. Been, been trophy winner, also first round draft pick into Major League Baseball, uh, decided recently, what, over the weekend, that he was going to focus on entering the or being drafted into the NFL and becoming an NFL quarterback. Right. So, uh, you, so the question is, is that a good decision or a bad decision on his part? I go I back and forth. Go for it. All right. Bad decision. Mm -hmm. And here are a couple reasons. One, look at the technical details. He's short. Yeah. Um, Short quarterbacks are not um, are not typically good in right. the NFL. Save one person, Drew Brees. How tall is Drew Brees? He's like five ten. Oh, really? And what about the guy for Seattle though? He's short. Isn't yeah, he? Russell Wilson's not that. He's tall. like six six one, six two. No, oh, is he? Really? No. I'm gonna Google. Yeah, I think I don't think he's sub six feet. No. He's like five. Yeah. Um, well, historically, it's just not yeah. a good position to be short in because right. linesmen are so damn tall that you have mm -hmm. to basically have X-ray vision to see downfield over them, through them. But 
Not saying that it can't be done, but the other part of his brilliance as a college player is also that he's used his feet. He's not a big pocket thrower as it is. He's like one of those RG3 running back type quarterbacks. And like RG3, the people who come in like that, especially the ones that are smaller and shorter, get hurt quick. Yeah. Because, you know, as far as rules have come to protect quarterbacks, if you do start acting like a runner, all bets are off. And uh, there are some big linebackers who love to hit quarterbacks when given the chance. Bad choice. If you go to the baseball, all of that height stuff gets thrown out the window, as was proven by Jose Altuve. And you have the opportunity of a long and illustrious career without the concussions. Normally, I would completely agree with you, especially about the concussions or just... You know, breaking your leg, tearing an ACL, destroying your knees in general. American football is bad for your health. But I've got a lot of respect for Kyler Murray in the sense of he is striking while the iron is hot. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. He will probably be the first quarterback selected in the draft. And that means he will make a good chunk of money on his rookie contract, whereas, unless they change the rules to accommodate him, he could spend three or four or five years making below minimum wage in the minor leagues. Well, he got a $1.7 million signing bonus, which he had to give back. To Oakland? To the With the eight. Yeah. Um, so that's like not no money. I mean, that's like right. of money. Yeah. That's not minimum wage. That's not minimum wage. I would just, if it is, I've been doing it wrong all these wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I just was thinking about the plight of the minor league baseball player. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that, I mean, it's kind of a toss up, right? Like, he probably has spent a lot of time thinking about this. And it's true. If you get drafted into the NFL, then you're just in the NFL. Yeah. That's just, you. that's it. You yeah. are you're a professional football player. Whereas if you get drafted in the major leagues, it's like a much lower percentage chance that you will ever make it even to the major leagues, let alone to. Yes. You broke up there. So, I mean, it's a gamble either way. If you're like main concern is your health. You're, you're going to want it into the major league, but if you are like just trying to get as much money as you possibly can as fast, then maybe the NFL is the answer. Yeah. Here's my question. Why is dual sport off the table for Kyler Murray? Why is he not Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson? Why don't people do that anymore? It's not allowed. So, I didn't know that. Um, I think we're going to talk about it a little bit. Are you getting a lot of feedback? Um, I was from Sam. You sound good right now. Sam was breaking okay. up a minute ago. Um, the It's not allowed. I, as I think we're going to talk about a little bit later this week. Um, it's one of the things that's being discussed in the rules. Of not allowing... I mean, when was the last player to try to be a two-sport athlete? Probably Deion Sanders. Probably Deion Sanders, yeah. 
Uh, it was an outfielder, actually. Yeah. Wasn't it? Hey. Somebody who played. Trivia. Did you guys know that Danny Ainge played for the Toronto Blue Jays? No. Yeah. He hit one home run in his MLB <laughs> career for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the general consensus is I think Kyler Murray should go that he's going to destroy his body in the NFL, unless he doesn't. I mean, he's taking a huge gamble. He could turn into the next, uh, uh, I don't know, is Russell Wilson his best, you know, being the next Russell Wilson, is that the best possible outcome for his NFL career? Or could he be a Joe Montana or uh, Peyton Manning type player? He's too short. I think his best chance is either Russell Wilson or, like, Cam Newton. Right. But Cam Newton's huge. Has been the most successful in transitioning from running quarterback to pocket passer. Right. Right. Um, Interesting. Dave Winfield was the last uh, dual uh, athlete. He played um, right field for the... Minnesota Twins, it looks like, um, but was drafted by three different, four different professional teams in three different sports, basketball, baseball, and American <laughs> football. Okay. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, badass. and I will post this on the Facebook page if you guys help me remember, there was a hilarious tweet about Mookie Betts being the first ever 20-sport athlete. And there were just clips of him slam-dunking a basketball, hitting a home run, bowling a strike because he's such a good bowler. And he, won like, bowling, he won a bowling championship recently. Did he win? I've been looking for it because he's got that rivalry with Chris Paul. I feel like Chris Paul keeps coming out on top. But they're like the one-two of celebrity bowlers. I don't know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm real excited about the Mookie Betts Chris Paul rivalry. <laughs> um, um, all right. One more thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Frank Robinson uh, died, uh, what, last week, I believe. And I, I'm not a big baseball history guy. I'm trying to get better about that. But Robinson was. The only player to win uh, MVP in both the AL and the NL. He won a World Series with the Baltimore Orioles. He was the first ever black um, manager. And he was a manager player for the Cleveland Indians for a while in the 70s and 80s. And one of my questions about that is, why have we... Why has the player coach disappeared in professional sports. And is that something that we could ever bring back? I think probably not. Um, I think, so, R.I.P. Frank yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Long and, yeah. Uh, really impressive career and brought a lot to the game, obviously. Hence the walk-on the, the, music. Right. right. Yeah. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't find anything Cuckoo, else. Cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo. They mentioned Joe DiMaggio. That's baseball. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, 
as for the uh, player manager situation, I think you do see that happen uh, with older players who are in contracts, uh, but are sort of in the twilight of their of their of their careers. Um, you know, they'll they'll like I, just off the top of my head, Derek Jeter kind of did that in the last year of his career, where he was really sort of another bench coach because oh. he didn't, you know, he's batting like 205 or whatever. Right, right. Um, did it kind of last year, didn't he? Ichiro did it. Um, to some degree, Pedroia is doing it, although he talks a big game about coming back and making an impact. But, you know, he's been real pretty hurt for the last couple of years. And base is up for grabs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it does happen to some degree, but you just don't have that dual title. And it probably comes down to money. I mean, you probably yeah. have to get paid more. <laughs> yeah. That's my guess. The other thing but about... probably, I think probably it's like, you know, smart ownership does away with something like that because it's like impossible to be completely objective about yourself. Oh, yeah. And if you... I'm the guy that I want up in this situation and you like call yourself as a pinch hitter, even though like everyone knows that you can't hit yeah. your old, you know what I mean? And like, you can't, you're not going to be able to leg out that infield single if you want to, if you have to, you know? So right. yeah, Jeter would actually have been a terrible player coach, player manager, coach, uh, manager player in like 2008. He right. traded everyone. Yeah, I was gonna say he's trying to trade everyone to his own team, <laughs> and then sell the stadium. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks so much for listening. So we're going to a slightly different format. We're gonna have a more frequent, shorter episodes. So we're gonna cut this off now at about the twenty-six minute mark. Um, Check it out, though. We're going to post this Tuesday night. Please uh, give us feedback, either via Twitter or Facebook. You can also please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, in our next segment, I think we're going to talk about MLB rule changes. Is that the plan? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Get deep. Yeah, yeah. We'll get deep into MLB rule changes, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, so yeah. thanks again for listening. Uh, we hopefully will see you next time. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. We'd like to know a little bit about you for our fathers. We'd like to help you learn to help yourself. Look around you all, you see our sympathetic eyes. Stroll around the grounds until you to you, Mrs. Robinson, Jesus loves you more than you will know, whoa, 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 God bless you please, Mrs. Robinson, heaven holds